Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Welcome to Haunted Tales, your weekly dose of horror. We've got everything from ghosts, cryptids, and curses to deals with the devil, giant insects, and more. Sit back and enjoy this week's story after a little message from our friends. First day. She had the big, somehow intimidating-looking security guard ask, and Flora held her breath involuntarily. Her back, propped against a wall, felt damp. The small cup of coffee in her hands was shaking slightly, and she now realized that her heart rate was still far above normal levels. That obvious? She asked back, turned toward the guard leaning against a wall close to her, and could see him grinning. Yeah, well, I haven't seen you around before, and also, you know, you look kinda excited. Flora smirked and shook her head. I'm still not completely sure if I even want to stay, to be honest. This was far too much information for first greeting, she knew, but somehow the words tumbled out of her mouth anyway. Well, it wasn't like the security guard would tell her boss, right? She could see the man's brow furrow as he looked away from her and toward the other wall. Before I came here, I was mostly a bouncer, working for every club that needed someone like me. So, I've seen stuff. Believe me, you could do far worse than this sanatorium. It's calm here. The patients are mostly nice, and the pay isn't too bad. I've heard other people talking about what they had seen in a similar institution, but right in the city. And I can tell you, the stories they had. You'd never see anything like that around here. She looked at him while he spoke, and could see that this man meant every word he said, yet a doubt since that her mind remained. I think I'm going to go on a little tour before Dr. Martin arrives. Is that okay? The man smiled brightly, nodded and winked. It's not like I would have the authority to stop you. The patients should be calm now, but if anything happens, just shout and I'll come running. Flora gave him a smile before she turned around. He was right, she knew. Horror stories about aggressive patients could be found almost everywhere. People throwing themselves against the walls and doors, screaming all day long. This place here did look calm. She left the staff room behind, gulped down the last of the coffee in the cup, and threw it into a garbage can, before walking through a door and heading for one of the patient's wings. The floors were clean, and there were no strange smells around. She passed through another door, and finally found herself in the hallway with the patient's rooms. Every single door had been scrubbed a few days ago, she found, 
as she slowly walked on, headed for the first room on her left, and opened a small slot on eye level to peek inside. A woman with long hair was sitting at a table in there. She was reading, calmly staring at the book, and didn't even react to the noise of Flora's arrival. It didn't look too bad in there, she thought. Yeah, the room wasn't big, but it seemed comfy. A bed, a chair, a table. They were all clean and relatively new. The security guard wasn't the only one who had heard some stories, Flora thought with a sad smile. Some of these places treated their patients more like inmates. Others treated them like animals. But not in here. One patient to a room, and from what she could see, they even had a window in there. There were personal belongings. Pictures and a letter stuck to a board on the wall. She closed the slot back up and walked on toward the next room. Most of the inmates were either sitting and reading or lying in their beds sleeping. If there was no patient inside, the door stood open. Otherwise, you had a number and name tag next to each and every one of them. Flora looked at her phone. It was still a few minutes too early to head back. Dr. Martin would arrive in about a quarter of an hour to give her a real tour. Yet Flora had wanted to check this place out on her own anyway. She reached the door with the number 42 next to it, opened the slot to peek inside, and suddenly froze. This room felt different. Flora could still see the same basic furniture, the bed, the table, and the chair, yet here it looked completely untouched. Tilting her head back, she stared at the number and the name tag. Bruce K. They hadn't even put up his full name. She looked back into the room. No personal belongings. Nothing but the furniture. Not even a person. Flora felt her heartbeat rising once more. Where was the patient? Her hand tried the door handle, but it was locked. No, there had to be someone in there. She stepped back and looked up and down the hallway. No sign of anyone out here. Security! Flora screamed, and suddenly sounds of chairs being pushed filled the whole floor. She could feel the patients all walking to their doors, listening intently. At least those who weren't sleeping. The sound of footsteps coming closer from up the hallway got louder. She could hear the security guard sprinting toward her and turned back to the door of room 42. With a bang, someone arrived and continued running. Flora could feel that something was completely wrong here. Off. Or was this some kind of prank on new staff? An empty room with a name tag? No. That would be so unprofessional. The security guard she had talked to before came to a sliding stop, the soles of his shoes squeaking over the floor right next to her. What is it? He asked. She didn't have to turn around to see him staring at her intently. 
Room 42. I think the patient is gone. He pushed her back softly, looked through the slot in the door, then pulled out a bare keychain and seemingly chose a key at random. Flora wanted to step forward as soon as the door opened, but the man raised his hand to stop her. So, she watched intently, as he slowly pulled at the handle until the entrance was open. Bruce? He asked, looking into the room far more cautiously than Flora had expected. Yeah? Came an answer, quietly and somehow sounding scared from inside the room. Flora stopped and looked at the open door. She hadn't seen anyone in there, and there were no blind corners here. The security guard lowered himself down until he was almost kneeling on the floor, now peering into the room with a soft smile. You just scared a new staff member, Bruce. What do you have to say for yourself? Flora stepped forward until she was shoulder to shoulder with the security guard and followed him by lowering her body until her knees touched the floor. I'm... I'm sorry, miss. The voice spoke softly. And now, she could even see where it was coming from. In the darkness beneath the bed, something moved. A body shifted. I didn't mean to. It's just part of my condition. Flora looked at the space under the bed, and now she felt really dumb. Why was he hiding there? Had he wanted to scare her? No way, she thought. He sounded really embarrassed, and seeing the security guard's reaction, Flora assumed that this wasn't the first time the sky had been beneath the bed. It's okay. You want to come out now? She asked, but instead of an answer, all she got was silence for a few seconds. He can't. The security guard whispered right into her ear, stood back up and pulled her along with him. What do you mean he can't? The security guard closed the door again and locked it before pulling out the key and turning away. That's not for me to say, miss. You should ask Dr. Martin. Bruce has been his patient for over a year now. Flora nodded. This man under the bed somehow interested her. It was something she hadn't seen before, and she made a mental note to ask Dr. Martin about him in detail. For now, she followed the security guard back to the staff area. This place really didn't seem too bad. She'd even found a patient that had immediately piqued her interest. Dr. Martin should be here shortly. She heard the man say as they reached a spot where they had stood before. But this time he turned and walked into a small room off to the side, leaving her alone. She didn't really mind and propped her back against the wall again. Only this time, her shirt didn't feel damp. This episode had helped her calm down considerably. Flora wasn't even sure anymore why she had been so nervous. A sly smile appeared on her lips, 
and at that moment the doctor arrived. He seemed friendly and talked with her while he took her on a guided tour through the facility, showing her practically everything from the broom closet to the emergency medical kits. They had far fewer patients to deal with than other places of a similar size, and most of them were very well behaved, with a few outliers Dr. Martin warned her about. The scheduled therapy sessions could be checked online, together with the medications the patients were on at the moment, yet it would still take a few days until Flora could get access. The wonders of an outsourced IT department, the doctor grumbled, as they headed up to the roof of the building and Flora felt the atmosphere shift. You look pale, she heard Dr. Martin whisper as they reached the last door. It was massive, locked and made of metal. This one really looked like the door of a prison. To be completely upfront about it. We had two accidents in the last year or so. One night, a patient jumped from the roof. Sadly, he didn't survive the plunge. I don't know what got into him, but since that incident, it's far harder to get a smoke break up here. Flora watched a man pulling out his keys, fumbling around with one before he unlocked the door. Do you smoke? She shook her head and watched him pull the massive slab of metal open with all his strength. Flora followed him as he stepped out into the cool spring breeze, pulled a pipe out of his coat pocket and gave her a wink. We all have our vices, he mused, and we all need some kind of outlet. This job, it can be wonderful. Yet at the same time, over the years, you will see stuff that will leave a mark on your soul, you know? Flora nodded. She had seen enough already to understand what he meant. The second incident. He started, while lighting the pipe. Was handled by a doctor who no longer works here. Brand, his name was. One night, during a storm, he simply let a patient walk out of here. Can you believe that? The poor man lost his mind and his career in a single day. He could hardly form a coherent sentence afterward. We checked the meds and his patients later, but he never took anything, neither from his charges nor from the pharmacy. That's what I mean by outlet, by the way. You need to find something that can take your mind off the patients and the work from time to time. Or you might just end up like poor Dr. Grant. Flora felt a strange pressure in her chest. Her mentor, back a few years ago, had told her almost the same thing. Only then, she had simply laughed and shaken her head. Standing out here in the cool breeze... She suddenly felt like she could understand him better. There were whispers around her, traces of emotion still lingering in these spots. Fear. She needed to change the topic. What about your patient? 
Bruce, his name was? The man with the pipe shot her a glance as he raised his eyebrow. He's a special case. Somehow worse than all the others, yet at the same time completely benign. You can sit in on one of our sessions if you want. He won't mind. Only, I have to warn you. I know it sounds unprofessional, but there are certain provisions I have decided to grant him in the interest of the patient's health and safety. Flora continued watching him smoke his pipe and listen to his stories, yet her thoughts kept wandering. She had already decided that she would take this job, she knew. Only now, her curiosity had peaked. Waiting until the tour was over, she asked the doctor if he would mind her walking around. Promised him that she wouldn't interfere with any of his patients. And after a few moments of silence, he relented. It wasn't like she was planning on having an impromptu therapy session with the patient, she told herself in her mind, as her feet guided her back to the wing where she had seen him first. All she wanted was to know what kind of people were in here. To get a feel for the patients, that was all. And Dr. Martin seemed far too trusting, in her personal opinion. He had given her the keys as long as she had promised she wouldn't disturb the patient's normal rituals. Well, it wasn't like she wouldn't get her own set of keys in a few days anyway. Flora pushed through the last big door and found herself back in the wing she had visited before. There, at her side, was the room, the one she had promised herself to return to. She could see a window in the hallway, The sun was already going down, and now the only light source seemed to be above her head. A strange, prickly sensation shot through her arms as she walked briskly to door number 42, and Flora could feel the tension rising inside herself. Something was drawing her in. She steadied her breathing as she approached even further and told herself to be calm while her outstretched fingers opened the slot and peeked inside. It was dark in there, almost completely black. The light was out, the curtains drawn shut. Was he sleeping already? Her heart sank, and then suddenly she could feel her pulse up in her neck. There was movement. In the near absolute darkness she could see it. A silhouette shifting, heard it, the sound of cheap slippers on the floor. Bruce? Flora asked, and could see the movement more clearly now. A figure coming toward her. Hands touched the other side of the door as eyes stared out at her, covered by the darkness. Oh, miss, I'm... Sorry for before. She heard a small voice, hardly more than a whisper. Flora shook her head immediately. It's okay, it's okay. Am I bothering you right now? The man inside the room seemed to think for a second, moved slightly according to the noise he was hearing, and then finally spoke. 
No, miss. Are you part of the staff now? A sly smile crept over her face. No, Bruce. Not yet. At least not officially. And you don't have to call me miss. You can call me doctor. You know what? Just call me Flora, if that's all right with you. A few seconds passed until she heard him repeat her name under his breath. Flora. Do you mind if I talk to you for a bit? She could hear the man stepping back from the door as if he was frightened. You can, but please tell me if you want to turn on the light. There it was again, the strange feeling overcoming her. The man's voice sounded strained, afraid, and Flora knew better than to push the issue. Of course. I don't mind if we keep the light off if that's easier for you. She could hear a sigh of relief coming from the darkness. Can you tell me about yourself, Bruce? The sigh turned into a chuckle, but not a happy one. <laughs> have you read my file? Dr. Martin should have extensive notes on me already. She shook her head. No, as a matter of fact, I haven't, Bruce. But I would really like it. If you could tell me yourself. Is it photophobia? Does the light hurt you? Another chuckle, and she could hear the man stepping back further, then sitting down on the bed, making the springs in the mattress sing. No, no, it's not the light. It's the thing that is there. She could hear his voice rising a tiny bit, and felt another rush of this strange, indescribable feeling coming over her. The thing? What is it, Bruce? She could hear him drawing in deep breaths, moving his body on the bed. Maybe it was a bad idea, Flora thought. The patient was getting agitated. Yet he suddenly started talking. It, it happened. A year ago, one evening, everything was okay. Then, the next morning, he was there, standing in my apartment. The dark shadow of a man, only three-dimensional. At first, I, I thought I was dreaming, hallucinating. But the moment he saw me, he ran at me. Of course I screamed and ran, locked myself in a bathroom. Yet the closed door didn't hinder him a bit. He touched me, hurt me, his arm coming through the door. Everywhere he got me, I could feel my skin turning black and blue. Vessels bursting and bones cracking. In my panic, I threw myself around and, through sheer luck, flicked off the light. That's the only reason I'm still here. 
pure luck. Flora felt taken aback. The man sounded frantic, paranoid, but somehow something inside herself told her to keep listening. It took me hours before I dared to open the door, looked out into my apartment, and he was still there, waiting, watching, looking at me while standing right at the edge between the light and the shadow. Flora could feel a chill in the air. Is he here with you? Even now? Another sad chuckle, followed by an answer. He's always there. Yes. Always. He has followed me in here. Once he has found someone, he won't let them be. He waits in the light, watches all the time. And the second I step out of the darkness, he will get me. The man sounded scared, terrified even, yet somehow Flora couldn't help but believe him, at least for a few seconds. She knew how dangerous it could be, letting oneself get dragged into a madness like that, yet her curiosity was stronger. Do you know where he is right now? She whispered in a hushed tone, and suddenly the man seemed to stop whining and focused completely on her. Maybe he could feel that she wasn't going to simply brush him off. Maybe it was the fact that someone was listening at all. He doesn't exist in the darkness. Can't enter it. But I'm sure he's waiting close by. He always is. She could feel the nape of her neck getting cold, as if a fresh breeze had managed to blow beneath her hair. Do you mind if I come in? The man shifted on the bed again. Uh, are you going to turn on the light? Well, that was a line even she wouldn't cross, Flora told herself. Getting into a dark room with a patient was completely out of the question. I'm afraid I have to, she answered and tried to smile. She could hear the springs in a mattress rustling again, the man standing up then dropping to the floor. I'm sorry, but I, I need to hide again, Flora heard him say and slowly reached over to the light switch connected to the room. I'm ready. The man hissed from under the bed, and she tapped her fingers against the switch. It took the bulb a moment to come alive. It flickered just for a split second. And yet, in that instant, Flora's body seemed to freeze. She wasn't sure if she had just imagined it, or if it had been real. But before her eyes, standing in the middle of the room, but the light first went out, then on. She could see something. Tall, thin, and shaped like a man, turned toward the bed, its head low and its arms outstretched. The image disappeared as quickly as it had come, yet in her mind she could hear something screaming. To let the door stay closed, to not go in there. That this thing just now, 
would have seen her as well if only it had turned its head. Yet her curiosity won out once more as she took the key and opened the door. The clicking sound of the lock reverberated throughout her whole body. She was shaking, trembling, yet didn't want to let the patient see. He needed to trust her to tell her what exactly had happened. Flora bit the inside of her cheek as she looked into the brightly lit room. She could hear the patient beneath the bed, took one step and sank down to her knees. It was dark down there. He had taken his blanket and tried to block out as much light as possible. Hi there, Flora whispered and could see some movement beneath the bed. He's here, the man hissed in response. Slowly, she turned her head. The dark figure had disappeared for her already. All she could see was the empty room, the chair and the table. With its drawn curtains, the place now did feel like a cell, she thought. Where exactly? Flora didn't have to wait for an answer. A breeze ruffled her hair, pulling up a few strands, while electricity seemed to fill the empty space at her side. Her heart was racing. She thought she could hear someone breathing close to her ear. He's waiting, the man beneath the bed mumbled. Flora turned her head ever so slightly. Out of the corner of her eye, she thought she could see something. A shape, moving. You you should leave. Even though she now could feel her pulse drumming frantically behind her forehead and beads of sweat running down her back, Flora shook her head. She simply whispered. This was completely insane, but something she had looked for all her life. There was a myriad of explanations, and almost all of them outside of what her education had prepared her for. Maybe there truly was something in here. Maybe the patient beneath the bed had some kind of psychic power, distorted by his own paranoid schizophrenia. Whatever it was, it would be groundbreaking if she could get to the bottom of it. He can't see me, right? She could see the body in the darkness under the bed, shivering. Stop talking about it. He will hear you. The man begged. There was a new breeze, the feeling of strands of her hair being pulled up softly. Static electricity. Somehow, the patient was able to affect it. What would her colleagues say if she managed to provide proof of supernatural phenomena? She would become a household name in one single go. It's okay, Bruce, Flora started while wiping the sweat off her brow. Nothing is here. This is all in your head. A cold, dejected laugh was coming from beneath the bed. (laughs) She knew how he must feel now, as if she didn't believe him. But it was necessary. If she managed to agitate him, she might get to the cause of his problems, his 
abilities. You lied to me, he growled, and Flora simply smiled. I didn't lie to you. I just gave you what you wanted, Bruce. Everything that's happening is simply in your head, part of your psyche. The man snorted derisively again, and she could feel his gaze now focusing solely on her. Is this in my head as well? His voice reappeared, followed by a hand shooting out of the shadow beneath the bed and into the light. It was pale and seemed almost unearthly white. Flora grabbed his wrist, held it there, and suddenly could see something that looked like dark spots appearing on the back of the hand. Four of them, to be exact, spaced out and sized as if they were fingerprints. She could hear the man screaming, the spots getting bigger. His skin was cracking. She could see the hand shaking as he tried to pull it back, but Flora held on to it. She needed to see what would happen, needed the patient to know that he could no longer run away from his own mind. What the fuck are you doing? He cried, but Flora still didn't let go. The whole arm was shaking, he was whimpering and screaming as red drops of blood appeared in the middle of the spots. They were running down the white skin, then suddenly turned black. Flora could feel the electricity rising around her, hair standing up all over her forearm. Let go of me, the man howled, trying to pull his arm back, where four deep, dark spots now filled almost half of the back of his hand. And suddenly, Flora could feel a surge of electricity, then something bumping her shoulder, hard enough to make her lose balance. The ghostly white hand disappeared beneath the bed, escaping dark, shadowy fingers. She could see it, kneeling next to her by the bed. A figure, looking human, yet completely made out of darkness. She couldn't see its eyes, but felt that it was staring down at its own hands, as if it had lost something. A cold chill flowed through Flora as she turned her body and her shoes squeaked against the floor. The shadowy thing froze suddenly. You dumb bitch! She heard the man beneath the bed hissing, but couldn't look away from the figure still kneeling in front of her, now slowly starting to turn its head. It would see her. Every part of her mind screamed in unison, and as if to prove her right, the figure turned its head toward her. She could feel it staring, grinning. Flora screamed as a hand shot out at her leg, her fingers scratched the floor and pulled her body along toward the only space that seemed safe. The darkness beneath the bed. It touched her, and now she felt the pain as well like liquid nitrogen spilling over her skin. Her flesh was crackling under every finger. Even through her jeans, she could feel its touch. Pain radiated out from the spots and shot up her legs as she cried and crawled and pulled her leg away from the thing. It grabbed her again, the other leg this time. 
ice-cold spikes dove into her skin once more. Tears were running down her face as she crawled forward, pushed a man aside and dove beneath the bed. He's here! She cried, pulling her legs back and feeling wet spots right where this thing had touched her. No, he isn't. The man who had pushed himself to the corner replied, and as she looked over, she could see him staring out from under the bed. The thing was kneeling there, right in front of the frame. He chuckled, looked around, and suddenly laughed out loud as he pulled himself out by the frame and into the light. Flora tried to grab hold of him, but the man disappeared behind the shadowy figure still kneeling there, waiting. He was laughing, and for a split second, Flora felt as if the noise was coming from the monster itself. She could see feet, white and deathly pale, stopping at the entrance to the room, turning toward her one more time. Thanks for freeing me, Flora. I'm gonna get you security and the doctor. But don't worry. It's just all in your head, right? She screamed again as the legs turned and walked out, leaving her back here, under the bed, with a shadowy figure still trying to claw at the line between light and darkness. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this week's story. If you did, please consider supporting us on buymeacoffee.com slash hauntedtalespod. If you have anything to share with us, be it comments, story ideas you would like to hear, or just cute pictures of your pet, you can find all of our social media links in the episode descriptions. Until next time.